Oh, man, why do the Devils continue to do this to us? Because Miles Woods' injury situation is worse than we anticipated, and I need to send a message over to the New Jersey Devils in terms of just relaying the severity of injuries. Also, Tyce Thompson is tearing it up in Utica. Is it time for him to uh, return to the NHL? And overall, do we stand a chance against the Florida Panthers? We have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 7.08 p.m. Eastern Time, November 8th, 2021 at the time of this recording. Guys, I apologize in advance for the echo. Right now, I am rearranging some stuff in my dorm, so uh, I am missing some of my furniture. So there's a little bit of an echo, but it's not too drastic. It's not like when I was staying at my place in Detroit and there was just an echo all over because there was no furniture at all. But for right now, I'm just rearranging some stuff that's going to be happening all week. So uh, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of an echo. So if you missed the last episode, I basically did a reaction episode to our West Coast matchup against the LA Kings in which we came out on the losing end in OT. Now, here's the thing, guys. You know, there were some positive takeaways to learn from that game. And I get the frustrations from Damon Severson, PK Subban, also Ty Smith. But I, I gave my explanation as to why, you know, look, Damon Severson was a complete bonehead in that game, especially in period number three. However, for the most part, he still played a solid effort. And then, you know, I said, I don't really blame Ty Smith for that turnover. Yes, it was a turnover in OT that costed us the game. But at the same time, it wasn't really like, you know, a drastic turnover. It wasn't uh, a turnover that made me rip the hair out of my head and just be like, oh, what are you doing? I just personally think Ty Smith got out-muscled, and I tweeted about that. And then, you know, for P.K. Subban and his sticks, you know, things happen. And Lindy Ruff said after the game that he talked to P.K. Subban, they looked at his sticks, and I'm sure they're they're going to make uh, adjustments accordingly. So, you know, that's just how the cookie crumbles at times. And like I said, the reason why I wasn't too upset about it is because, you know, we got a point. That's what we need, guys. Because, look, we need to take all the points we can potentially get because the next few games are not exactly going to be in our favor we're not the favorites to come out victorious so uh you know against the kings i i said we got the point so i'm satisfied with it and then we redeemed ourselves the very next game against the san jose sharks in which we came out victorious in ot by a score of three to two and who got the uh shootout win for us damon searson so we went from scapegoating him to actually uh praising him and saying good job that's how you rebound that's how you have a short memory and i told you guys like because I was seeing tweets uh, after the game saying that maybe we should bench Damon Severson I was just like no 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 we don't need to bench Damon Severson let's not do anything that drastic because look he had a bad game did he cost us a regulation win yes you know did he get his butt saved by Pavel Zaka absolutely but at the same time I don't think it's worth benching him for you know that that was just crazy talk and like I said thanks to Alex Chavancy of the Hockey Writers he actually put up Damon Severson's Corsi 4 percentage 
uh, for that game, it was actually in the 60s. Remember, if your Corsi 4 percentage is above 55%, that's elite. So despite him getting three penalties in the final period of regulation against the Kings, he still had a pretty solid game. So, you know, we can't take that away from him. And like I said, guys, you know, just be grateful for what we've been able to get because like I said, the next few games are not in our favor. I have an update on a player like Miles Wood, and it's not good news. So, you know, it, it seems like we're getting hit after hit after hit, and it just seems like we're just trying to find some sort of broad of daylight because, like I told you guys, the goal for the New Jersey Devils at this point is to stay afloat and stay in the running for, you know, potentially keeping our names uh, amongst the other teams in the Metropolitan Division because, you know, like I said, if we go on like a five-game losing streak, I'm not a psychic, I'm not a fortune teller, and I don't mean to sound pessimistic, but I don't think we could recover from that. We can't afford to recover from something like that. So we really need to get these gimme wins. And I said, like, look, if we dropped it against the San Jose Sharks, I was going to be okay with that. And, you know, hopefully we could get a win against the LA Kings because that game against the Anaheim Ducks was probably our worst game of the season. And I was just like, okay, you know what? Uh, it, it's not really looking too good. But I said, okay, we got a point against the Kings, so I'm satisfied with that. We played hard because, remember, Pavel Zaka was able to get the game-tying goal within the final 30 or so seconds when uh, we pulled Mackenzie Blackwood and got the extra attacker on. And, you know, when you do something like that, that's just risky because you expose yourself to the empty netter goal. So the fact that something like that actually went into our favor goes to show you that Lady Luck, she doesn't care who she dances with as long as she dances with someone. So, uh, you know, like I said, we didn't end up winning the game, but we got the point. So uh, we ended up winning the very next game against the San Jose Sharks. That was a game I was kind of having my doubts on. Didn't do an episode on it because, like I said, I don't post an episode on Sunday or Monday. So I wasn't able to do a pregame analysis for it. But I'm glad that we got the win against San Jose. And, and, and that's uh, something we kind of needed because we're about to play the Florida Panthers. And they have not lost in regulation. They've lost an OT, but not regulation. So technically speaking, they are undefeated and they have never gone a game without uh, getting some sort of point so far this season. And I don't think the New Jersey Devils are going to be the first team that they're going to lose a regulation game to. I've seen crazier things happen, but you know, let's not get our hopes up. And you know, in my prediction, I'm going to be honest, I'm not even going to say the New Jersey Devils might have a chance to win because you know, Dougie Hamilton didn't play on the game on Saturday. Don't really have an update on him. I have an update on Miles Wood. Not good news. Jack Hughes is still out for three more weeks. Uh, we have some players that aren't really stepping up their game. I'm, I'm glad that Quokinen was able to finally get a goal against uh, the San Jose Sharks. And uh, Lindy Ruff kind of moved him up in the lineup just a smudge. But Sharon Govich is still struggling. And we're still trying to fit everything together. And, you know, I saw this tweet over the weekend. It's just so sad that Quokinen and Sharon Govich went from, you know, uh, playing with Jack Hughes on the top line, being top six players. And basically, you know, we're discussing over the offseason that th those three guys are the staple points of our future. Now, uh, Sharon Govich and Quokinen went to being uh, fourth line members with uh, Frederick Gauthier, who, by the way, got sent down to the Utica Comets. So he cleared waivers. So it looks like the New Jersey Devils aren't done making moves quite yet. And uh, quite honestly, there's a guy in our AHL program 
who is actually turning some heads similar to what Alexander Holtz was doing a couple days ago and I kind of want to discuss that because I've been hard on this guy and that's Tyce Thompson because I, I literally said in many episodes I said I don't know why we have Tyce Thompson he just doesn't seem like he's going to be a good answer but he's he's proven me wrong everybody because he was able to get a hat trick a couple days ago and it just seems like that maybe Tyce Thompson might be NHL ready and geared up to help the New Jersey Devils make some sort of impact and like I said a few episodes ago in regards to bringing up Alexander Holtz I said well, at this point what do you got to lose you need some sort of firepower so we'll discuss that a little later in the episode we'll talk about Miles Woods injury update and my overall opinions for the New Jersey Devils because I do have some serious questions but first I need to give you guys the first live read this morning and it comes from DirecTV so does this scenario sound familiar you've got one device that lets you catch a game live another that lets you stream your favorite shows you're watching sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friends login for the good stuff well I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to find get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of that clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. And now the second live free comes from our good friends from Indeed. So Indeed is a hiring partner that gets you what you really want, a short list of quality candidates as fast as possible because you could do it all. Attract, interview, and hire all at Indeed. Don't struggle on your own to find quality candidates indeed can help you hire the right people right now so indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process so you can find talent with the skills you need through tools like indeed instant match assessments and virtual interviews I love Indeed because uh, that's actually how I found my job uh, at Adrian College Television, which is where I do my college hockey announcing. So I put out my application on Indeed and they found me and it was actually a very simple process. So, you know, that's my personal story. So Indeed makes it easier for your star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking to coding. So pick what skills are important to you from over 135 assessments and get a clear view of your top talents abilities faster. Assessments make the interview process process smoother for everyone talent doesn't need to prove themselves again and you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you with indeed assessment you can reduce hiring time by 12 percent according to indeed data worldwide get started right now with a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash locked on get a 75 dollars credit at indeed.com slash locked on once again indeed.com slash locked on offer valid through december 31st Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. And now, let's talk about the elephant in the room. We need to talk about Miles Wood and his injury update because apparently it is not good. So, we've been talking about this for a few weeks and we, we continue to not get an update from the New Jersey Devils. Like, we were wondering, when is Miles Wood going to return? So, at first it turned into, like, bumps and bruises, but then it turned into something more serious. So, when Jack Hughes got his injury, we got word, like, after a week or two that Jack Hughes would be out for about five weeks. He would be reevaluated, and that was the severity of his injury. But we didn't get an update on Miles Wood. All we got from the New Jersey Devils was that it was worse than Jack Hughes' situation because, you know, we were, we were speculating. We were like, wait, wait, how did it go from bumps and bruises to all of a sudden sudden worse than uh, Jack Hughes's overall condition so that's really concerning because I said guys that if Jack Hughes is out for five weeks at the time of that recording then I said 
chances are Miles Wood will not play until January 2022 at the earliest. And I was just like, okay, what's happening? When's Miles Wood going to return? Well, we got an update and it's not good at all. So apparently Miles Wood elected to get surgery to repair a hip injury that he sustained against the Washington Capitals in a preseason matchup on October 4th. Apparently, I guess it originally was bumps and bruises because when we got word that Miles Wood was initially hurt, it was like day-to-day status. And then, uh, like I said, I think it just got worse and it got to the point where Miles Wood was like, you know what? I need to get surgery on this because according to the press release, there was a, a long deliberation process as to what Miles Wood should potentially do. And the New Jersey Devils, they didn't update their fan base of what was going on. Now, you didn't have to say like, you know, Miles Wood sustained a hip injury and serious and yada, yada, yada. You don't have to say stuff like that, but you got to keep your fans in the loop because this is just frustrating, guys, because let, let's think long and hard. And this goes back to a tweet that I actually saw uh, earlier today, and I kind of agree with it. So, you know, uh, for Miles Wood's surgery, how did you hear about the news? Did you hear it directly from the New Jersey Devils first? Let, no, 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 no. Now, before you say yes to me, think about it. Where did you find it first? I'm not saying like, you know, when did you get confirmation? When did you hear about it first? And, you know, I heard about it from someone on social media that was not affiliated with the New Jersey Devils. If you need more examples, where did you hear about Mackenzie Blackwood's vaccination uh, scandal in which, you know, Blackwood was hesitant to get the vaccination and then there was this huge press release in terms of, like, Mackenzie Blackwood cannot play in these certain cities until he gets vaccinated. Where did you hear about that? Uh, Corey Crawford retiring. Where did you hear about that? Remember Nico Heizer's leg injury that, you know, at first wasn't so serious and it was like day to day. Then it turned out to be like, you know, nearly a quarter of the season. Where did you hear about that? So my thing for the New Jersey Devils is like, why do you continue to tease us like this? And then just recently, Dougie Hamilton was put onto the injured list and he sustained an injury in the first period of play against the Anaheim Ducks. And you didn't really give us an update until like, you know, the very next day. And I'm just saying, like, why do the New Jersey Devils continue to delay the bad news to the New Jersey Devils fan base? Because there is no way they initially think that, you know, uh, Jack Hughes is only going to be out day to day. Nico Heizer is only going to be out day to day. Dougie Hamilton is only going to be out day to day. Because, you know, I'm still trying to, you know, have some sort of faith in them. Just saying that Dougie Hamilton is out day to day because he didn't uh, play against the San Jose Sharks. He didn't play against the LA Kings. So, you know, that that is kind of still day to day. But hopefully it doesn't turn like week to week and then, you know, potentially a month, whatever the case might be. But, you know, my question for the New Jersey Devils is, is like, why do you continue to like, once again, tease uh, your fan base and not really update us? Like, you don't have to get into details, but you need to tell us the true severity of these injuries. Otherwise, you're just giving us false hope and you're breaking your trust with your fan base. And why are we finding out about it from some random person on Reddit or Twitter or things of that nature? Don't you think that's a little disrespectful? Like, you know, it's one thing if Corey Mastisek is tweeting it out because, you know, he works, you know, exclusively with the Devils via the Athletics. So, you know, he gets news first and foremost, you know, quicker than anyone else. Or Amanda Stein, because, you know, she works also exclusively with the Devils. It's one thing if they're tweeting it out before the New Jersey Devils tweet it out because, you know, that's just the age of social media. But I'm not talking about Amanda Stein or Corey Massasak. I'm talking about some random person who, you know, at first you, you just think it's just tweeting recklessly just to get some attention from the New Jersey Devils fan base. 
So why are we uh, being left in the dust about this? Because originally Jack Hughes was day-to-day, then that turned into five weeks. Miles Wood was bumps and bruises. I don't blame this on Miles Wood, okay? You know, bumps and bruises originally assessed by the New Jersey Devils. So we're thinking, okay, day-to-day, he might miss the opening game, but he'll be back for the second or third game. Second game comes by. Third game comes by. Fourth game comes by. Fifth game comes by. Where is Miles Wood? Where is the update? Jack Hughes gets hurt. Uh, and all of a sudden, you know, Jack Hughes is uh, initially out day to day. Okay, okay, that that's okay. You know, he did dislocate his shoulder. I'm sure they popped it back into place. He'll be ready to go. Jack Hughes is out for five weeks. Okay, okay, that's that's pretty bad. But when is Miles Wood returning? Apparently, Miles Wood uh, is nowhere to be found because his injury is more serious than Jack Hughes. I'm like, what? That means we're not going to see Miles Wood until 2022, January, hopefully. But you know that that's if we're lucky, or that's at the earliest. New Jersey Devils, update your fans or tell us the truth about the severity of this injury so that way you stop giving us false hope because you have people like me trying to report and give good news to your fan base because it's just like, okay, look, um, okay, so Miles Wood is out, Jack Hughes is out, Dougie Hamilton is out, but we shouldn't fret because it's only going to be like a few games. No, Jack Hughes is going to be out for a whole month at least and then he's going to be reevaluated and just because he's reevaluated doesn't mean he's good to go then you know you got Dougie Hamilton our best uh player arguably is still out and hopefully he's able to return within the next game or two so hopefully he's a game time decision at the time of this recording and then you got Miles Wood and he's going to be out here's my prediction guys and whether you agree with me or not I don't really care but here's my opinion on Miles Wood I don't think Miles Wood is going to play this season. He got surgery on his hip. He's out indefinitely. They're not giving us a foreseeable timeline. So I think Miles Wood season this year is pretty much 0% in my honest opinion. Because let's think long and hard. How long did it take for the New Jersey Devils to reveal the severity of Nico Heizer's injury? Like the true severity of it. Not just trying to say, oh, you know, it's going to take some time. He'll be okay. This, that, and the third. No, he missed two-thirds of the year. Albeit, you know, uh, in the beginning of the year, it was due to a leg injury and then due to COVID. But New Jersey was slow to report the news to us. Then, you know, Jack Hughes is going to be out for five weeks after that um, shoulder uh, injury that he sustained uh, against the Seattle Kraken game. And I'm just like, okay, you know what? That, that That's okay. Uh, Jack Hughes is going to miss like uh, a, a few weeks. And then, you know, all of a sudden he's out for a month. And then you got Mackenzie Blackwood. He's still trying to recover from his heel injury. And you tease us by, you know, having him play in the scrimmages. And we're just waiting for Mackenzie Blackwood to return. I'm sure he was having some trouble with his vaccination process because I wasn't sure when he officially was vaccinated. But still, you know, give us an update. Like, tell us what's going on. Like, they kept this uh, huge secret as to which player was not vaccinated. So, like, someone like Corey Massasek, he literally said verbatimly that he could not tweet out the player that was unvaccinated for the New Jersey Devils because the team didn't tweet it out. Now, in that case, I kind of respect it, but at the same time, you know, the New Jersey Devils just have a history of just not revealing information as soon as possible, and I don't understand why. Am I missing a process? Am I just being delusional? Does this happen to other teams? I really don't know. But, you know, the fact that Miles Wood is going to be out for a long period of time, that's a huge blow for the New Jersey Devils because we all know what Miles Wood potentially brings to the table. Uh, and, you know, I, I talked about this over the summer. He brings the grit. He, he brings the determination. He really whipped uh, Nathan Bastian and Mikey McLeod into shape. And he overall led our bottom six. Like, he was our uh, best player on our bottom six, arguably. 
And, you know, the fact that he was just doing all this and he was also one of our assistant captains goes to show you his true impact. So uh, when we're looking at uh, Miles Wood, he was actually tied with Pavel Zaka last year for most goals on the team with 17. And he was also tops in the points categories with uh, 25, trailing Brod, Sharon Govich, Hughes, and Zaka. So you know the impact that Miles Wood was able to bring on that bottom six and I was really looking forward to his overall impact and leadership you know he doesn't take any prisoners he's not afraid to get under the skin of his opponents he's also not afraid to whip his teammates into shape like I said he whipped Bastion and McLeod into shape and they became the BMW line and they were actually very pretty solid and they were our most consistent line last year so it, I was really looking forward to the consistency and the leadership from Miles Wood this year and the fact that we're going to be missing that potentially all season like I said it's not confirmed that he's out all season but it's not looking too promising so my thing for the New Jersey Devils is and you know I kind of saw this on Twitter maybe it's time for the New Jersey Devils to start making a few moves to replace Miles Wood what do I mean by that I don't have any players in mind quite yet because it's still very early in the season we don't have any like word of which players want out which players want to be traded and you know we just got to wait until the rosters and the teams become more set as the year progresses so what do I mean by that well I'll explain that in a moment but first I have to give you guys the third and final live read and it comes from Bill Bars. so I love Thanksgiving all the good food and treats and plenty of them but maybe you want a yummy dessert but isn't so full of calories it's the perfect time for Bill Bars. so Bill Bar is a new holiday dessert feast on something delicious and feel good about it one slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories i did not know that and that's on the low end most built bars are only 130 calories and only four grams of sugar with plenty of protein replace the coconut cream pie with coconut built bar or go for a raspberry built bar instead of that raspberry pie lots of good flavors to replace any pie low calorie low carb low fat high protein covered in 100 real chocolate built bar is a great option when you're hungry if thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough go for a built bar or two share some of your at your family gatherings it will make things less awkward maybe aunt betty hasn't tried a built bar yet hint hint uh, so new surprises all month, limited time flavors arriving at BuiltBar.com regularly. So check the site often. There's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday. Mark your calendars. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises and goodies. So the offer is go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 50% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So to wrap up this episode, let's talk about uh, a player that I was talking about a little earlier. That's Tice Thompson. Let's start on a positive note. Then let's talk a little bit more about what I was talking about before the break. And then I'll give you my overall assessment against the Florida Panthers. But like I told you guys, not really good news for you because the Panthers have not lost in regulation yet this season. And I don't think the New Jersey Devils are going to be the first team to hand them their first regulation loss. So Tice Smith in seven games played for Utica Comets has four goals, three assists for a grand total of seven points and he has a plus minus of plus two so for any of my faithful listeners you probably know that uh, I'm not really the biggest fan of Tyce Thompson I said he was probably just taking out of space I don't really see him in the future planning for the New Jersey Devils but he is proving me wrong right now because recently he was able to get a hat trick and then he scored another goal recently and uh, Utica tweeted out saying like stay hot Tyce Thompson and by the way Utica uh, is throwing major shade at Cole Caulfield because they were playing against Cole Caulfield's AHL program 
just a couple days ago because remember um, Cole Caulfield got sent down by the Montreal Canadiens and they were basically tweeting at uh, Montreal saying hey we, we know we're playing against Cole Caulfield's team but we can't really find him on the rink like where's he at you know and that kind of thing I was just like damn throwing major shade at Cole Caulfield but you know like I said uh, sometimes you could be a trend and uh, that's all you need to start uh, your career but uh, digressing a little bit but Tyce Thompson has been making a huge impact for Utica and uh, I, I saw a tweet uh, before I recorded this episode saying that Tyce Thompson might be more NHL ready than Alexander Holtz now what is my opinion on that I would say absolutely 100% no Okay, no, no. Bring up Tyce Thompson. I, I, I'm just saying that I don't think he's more NHL ready than Alexander Holtz. Or I hope that tweet was in a joking manner. But overall, uh, I, I think Alexander Holtz is the real deal. And I have more faith in what Holtz could potentially do. Uh, but, you know, like I said, if you give Tyce Thompson a chance, maybe he, he will be able to make an impact uh, quickly. Because remember, in his first NHL game earlier this year against the Buffalo Sabres, he was able to get his first point. I believe it was an assist in the, like the first 90 seconds or so of the game and that was like one of the quickest uh, uh, points to start an NHL uh, career so you know Ty Thompson is known for making a quick impact so it wouldn't surprise me if he's able to do a little bit of something at the NHL level and remember we got him originally from Providence College and we waived Nikita Gusev in order to make room for him and I just said wasn't really a fan of that move I felt like we rushed him a little bit and I was right and we ended up sending him down to the Binghamton devils at the time so you know like like, like i said uh tyce thompson he might be ready now for the nhl because um last year uh in 11 games played for binghamton he had two goals two assists for a grand total of four points and he had a plus minus of negative six but this time around he has completely broken that points total wide open in way less games played because seven games once again seven points so uh tyce thompson he might be nhl ready and like i said for the new jersey devils what do you got to lose you need some sort of firepower you need something to uh you know go your way and remember they uh waived colton white and frederick gochier so yeah I, I think it's time to give tyce thompson a chance and you know see what he could potentially do uh since he's grown and developed a little bit more i'm not against it because like i said we need anything we could potentially get to just give us an energy booster and if tyce thompson is able to do that at the nhl level like he was doing for uh, Utica, then I'd say go for it, quite honestly. And for New Jersey, you need to stay afloat. You need anything to go your way. So maybe that's the answer right there. Now, going back to what I was talking about before the break, uh, Miles Wood is going to be out for a long period of time. I'm not even going to, you know, BS you guys. I think he's going to be out for the entire season just based on how the cookie has crumbled in in uh, recent uh, injury assessments for the New Jersey Devils. So if he's out indefinitely, I think that's just their polite way of saying expect for him to miss, um, you know, I'd say about 90% of the season. So we might not even see Tyce Thompson play until uh, the 2022-2023 season, if I'm being completely honest. So uh, for for uh, Miles Wood, we just need an energy guy. We need someone that can you know put up solid production on our bottom six, and you know just not be afraid to whip the guys into shape. Now, uh, should we make a trade? I don't know that trading when you're uh, the New Jersey Devils is kind of hard, just because you really don't want to give up any assets, and we're not really competing for anything. So. Uh, that's always a little iffy. I need to see uh, what happens as the season progresses, where we're at as a unit. Hopefully, Jack Hughes could come back sooner rather than later. Hopefully, Sharon Govich gets his act together. Hopefully, Holtz uh, readjusts to the NHL style play because, you know, we saw what he was able to do 
uh, before the season started. We saw what he was able to do in the AHL program. So uh, hopefully Alexander Holtz gets it together. Hopefully Mackenzie Blackwood and Jonathan Bernier stay healthy. And, you know, the, there's just a, a huge amount of question marks for the New Jersey Devils that we don't have answered quite yet. I'm still pretty optimistic about, uh, you know, how they're going to be uh, approaching things. But like I said, uh, my optimism can change in, in a heartbeat, especially if we go on a five-game losing streak. Because, like I said, uh, if we go on a five-game losing streak, that'll be really hard to recover from. So, hopefully, the New Jersey Devils uh, go in the right direction. Now, looking at the Florida Panthers game, we're gonna need to bring out our A plus 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 game against them because, like I said, for the third and final time, they have not lost their first regulation game this season quite yet, and I don't think it's gonna come at the hands of the New Jersey Devils. So, if you're able to keep it close somehow, some way, send it to OT so you can at least get a point. But I don't think um, the New Jersey Devils are going to give the Florida Panthers their first regulation loss this season. I bet Armando of Locked On uh, uh, Panthers is just like, you know what, there's going to be an easy victory. But overall, we're missing a lot of key guys. If Dougie Hamilton's not playing, if Jack Hughes is, is not playing, then guess what? Uh, I'd I, I say our chances are slim to none. And I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. I'm just being realistic here. Like, you know, I, I, I have the utmost confidence in the New Jersey Devils going forward. You know, like, I try to stay uh, rather optimistic and modest in terms of my expectations for the Devils, but we got to just think of this from a realistic standpoint. It's the same situation I said about the Calgary Flames. Like, the Calgary Flames are a hot team right, right then and there when we play them, and I just said it would be very hard to beat them, and lo and behold, we give up, like, what, three or four first-period goals against them, and, you know, we had to pull what who was starting that time. I think it was Scott Wedgwood who was starting. We had to pull him from the game because he wasn't really getting the job done and the New Jersey Devils just looked very scared out there so against Florida Panthers they're gonna have their work cut out for them and just how they've been playing recently I just don't see us getting the job done so uh, that's my overall prediction but a player to look out for Ryan Graves because Ryan Graves if you haven't checked out his fan page please do so because it's very entertaining it's ran by Alan Cosman he's a colleague of mine over at Belly Up Sports so he also does great graphic design work and you know he's been basically putting out the stats every day for Ryan Graves and I say this about Graves and I say it to this day Graves' impact is silent but deadly he's our most consistent player and uh, coming into this matchup he's actually leading the New Jersey Devils in a lot of categories and he's the uh, player that we need and he's the player that uh, you know was slept on during the course of the offseason like I said uh, we basically traded him for nothing because we traded uh, Maltsev to get him because we were um, you know putting the Colorado Avalanche at our mercy because they need to get rid of him before the expansion draft so I think the thing about Ryan Graves is like I said uh, impact silent but deadly so some of these stats might surprise you so he is tied for fifth for most goals on the team he is tied for first for most assists on the team tied for third for most points on the team he is first in plus minus he is first in hits he is tied for first for most blocks and for total ice time he is first I'll be completely honest I didn't know that much about Ryan Graves and his impact like I said it might not be so impressive in the score sheet but that's not what we need from him so like he led the league in plus minus a 
a couple years ago. He uh, led the league in defensive shares as well. And uh, according to Allen, he messaged me and he said Ryan Graves is on pace for his best season ever. So hopefully he could keep up that consistency. So we need to rely on Ryan Graves for the absence of Dougie Hamilton. So that's my player to look out for. Hopefully Ryan Graves can continue his consistency for the sake of the New Jersey Devils team. I have the utmost faith in him. But as for today's episode, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils, and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening.